Michelle Snyder joining you from Get Clients, Build Community. Thanks for joining me today. I want to talk to you about three things you need to know before you write your next book. Did you know that over 4 million books are published every year? Over 4 million. That is a very noisy marketplace. So how are you going to get your book to stand out? And how are you going to find people who want and need and are eager to buy your book so that you can sell copies and not have them sitting in your basement? Unfortunately, there are too many writers who have spent hours and months and years writing their book only to sell less than 100 copies. That happens way too often. So that is why I'm talking to you about the three things that you need to know before you write your book. Number one, be very clear about who your audience is. We talked about A for audience. Now we're talking about I, what I bring to the table, my expertise, my experience, what you bring to the table, your expertise, your experience. Number three, to research the market. Different things sell at different times. And just because something is not selling does not mean it's not well written. It doesn't mean that it's not a good book. It doesn't mean that it's not helpful to people. However, if you want to make money and have thousands of people purchase your book, you need to research the market. What is selling right now? What are people looking for? What are the hot topics? If you have an idea, take that idea and go on to Amazon. Do your homework. Find out what is selling and what's not. Look at the top 100 lists. See what's on there. Is your book going to be similar? You would think that if there are a lot of books about a topic, that it's not a good topic to write about. But actually, it will be a good topic to, to write about because it is something people want and are buying. You just need to make sure that I, what you are bringing to the table, is going to be written from a unique slant and you are going to add more value to the topic than what is already available. So those are the three things that you really need to know before you write your next book. A, who your audience is. I, what you bring to the table. And M, what the market is demanding right now. If you have other questions about writing or marketing or publishing, let me know and I will try to address them in a future show. Welcome, Natalie. I'm happy to have you with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to see what we'll talk about today. That's great. So tell us what you are passionate about and why. <sighs> There's a long list, but mostly I'm really passionate about helping people especially women, to reconnect with their own inner, inner talents, gifts. I always say, you know, their brilliance so that they can go out and really live their lives their way, which 
over time has gotten more and more difficult, especially the older we get. So I, I love working with those individuals who, who wake up and they're like, huh, who am I? What am I doing? What is this? They're ready for the next step. They know there's more. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm passionate about nature. I'm passionate about my daughter. I'm passionate about animals. And anytime I can help the youth, that's also something that I'm passionate about. So lots of things. Yes. Well, that's great. Most of us are passionate about more than one thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Share your story about the difficult events that you've experienced. Well, there are a number, and I'm a big believer that they're all self-created in one way or another. So I figured I might focus on the last one because I talk about crossroads and, you know, not midlife crises because then I've had too many. But, you know, I've just moved back to my hometown. And I think that was a pretty big one because I took my daughter with me. (laughs) So, you know, after a while of realizing that, that things weren't working out that I, and I literally woke up and said, you know, what am I doing? I'm living this, this strange life. And, and I felt myself uh, uh, becoming less and less able to breathe. You know, you feel like you're incarcerated. You can't breathe. And I felt it in my chest. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? It's not that easy, though, to make a move, especially if you have kids or pets, both of which strike, and, and then having to decide, okay, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? You don't have a job overseas or wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. So, so that, to me, was, was a pretty big one, and I prolonged it mm-hmm. because of my daughter. And it's kind of silly because I had lots of friends who were in a situation where, you know, the kids knew that marriage was over but they were still trying to hang on and you know I've always told them you know your kids know and here I am you know sort of like trying to so it actually took a pandemic (laughs) to to really say okay this is it I I can't take it anymore but more importantly she Mm -hmm. can't Mm -hmm. And, and I think that was that was pretty huge and so now you know we've been here a year and and trying to settle back in it's easier for me. I feel literally like I'm coming home. Right. Her, it's a little different. And there are moments where, where I'm thinking, you know, you know, would be easier just to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that really what, what is needed? So it takes a lot every single day mm-hmm. to, to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the only way that I can do that is because I see how she thrives how the cats are thriving and how I can breathe. And everybody I talk to says, wow, you look so much happier. So my spiritual base is so much stronger right now that, mm-hmm. that, that, that I can feel the energy coming back up. Well, thanks for sharing. I've been through some similar experiences, so I can understand what you're talking about. One of my friends yeah. told me the other day, you're in the right place because you're just more beautiful all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it comes from the inside and we've always had it, but then it's like, oh, I can breathe, you know? Mm. Yeah. So how has that struggle made you a stronger person? I don't really know. And, mm. I'm, and I'm saying that because I've always been pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So I think now it's more that... Um, that I'm stronger because there's a child involved 
and I'm stronger because I don't give into the urge of doing it easy. Right. Uh, so I meditate more and that helps me every single day when stuff happens and it happens every day mm-hmm. to not get upset. And, you know, when we get messages about traveling back or other related items, it's just, I don't freak out. It's just like, okay, everything's going to happen the right way. So that inner peace and calm, I think has strengthened even more than before. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now that I do foresee some challenges coming up. But I'm very, yeah, I'm very peaceful on the inside, even though there are those daily challenges where you think, you know, let's just make it easy. But it wouldn't be easy. It wouldn't be fair to her or to anybody. So I think it made me uh, stronger in the sense of saying, okay, what is best for everyone, including the person on the other side of the pond, whether or not he wants to see it is a different story. But I know deep inside. And I think that's the strength that has just I've always had it and it just now comes out even more. Mm -hmm. So what doors or opportunities have opened to you because you've been willing to go through this experience? So many. Um, It's like when you follow your intuition and you just do what's right without knowing the outcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, So back here, I've been able to join um, a transformational leader group that is completely based in in collaboration, supporting Mm. versus what I've been through where I used to live, where everything was about competition. So there I can truly be myself and and I can just, I I don't have to dress up. I don't have to put makeup on. I can just show up to meetings. And, And so that has been huge because out of that come collaborations as well as learning experiences for me. So that has been big. Um, you know, other opportunities is more travel, more unrestricted travel, especially to see part of my family, which has been tough until now. Uh, and, you know, being able to go to different countries to events, which for me is kind of important in my, in my profession right now, but also just the ability to, to take time to relax. Mm-hmm. Um, so all those doors, they like, they have this range, but because I said, okay, it's like all these new opportunities are opening up and, and people approaching me and say, Hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to? So it's just been very enriching for me. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about that collaboration for a minute, because like you said, often in business, there is a lot of competition. So what would you say to people about the benefits of collaboration and what would be a first step if they want to start on that path? Okay, I'm going to start with the second part. The first step that is that you really have to know who and what you are and have. That is really, really important because otherwise you get sidetracked and you go into comparison. Right. So you know who you are, what you have, what you don't have, you know, all your strengths and weaknesses. So the self-knowledge is key. And then you can go out and say, okay, who can benefit? Where are my not so strong sides and who can come in and add to those? That way you can reach more people. That way you can have a bigger impact. And if you're trying to do it alone, you have a whole lot of work all by yourself. Mm-hmm. And you may not have any return, whether that is, you know, people liking what you're doing or financial. If you collaborate with someone, 
you're learning, Mm -hmm. you're able to share knowledge, you're able to reach more people. And, you know, 50% of something is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really the, 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 the big picture. The other thing that goes with it, and I sometimes post about that as well. You know, when I walk down the street, I see like five hairdressers all on the same street within walking distance, sometimes next to each other. Mm-hmm. They're not a threat to each other because they know what specialty they have. Right. So, you know, collaboration means that then when there's a summer festival, we all come out and we attract tons of people with our message and everybody gets what they need which to me is key that everybody gets access to what they need, however they need it. Yes. When we try to help everyone, we're not successful because we can't. Yes. Yes. And we have to have, you know, we have to use discernment. You know, there are some people who are meant for us and others not. So if -hmm. somebody comes to me and says, well, I have this or this, or I just get a vibe, I'm like, "Mm, I can recommend this person. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to be able to do that because otherwise you just, spend your time and spin your wheel and it's not going to be positive for anybody right so what advice do you have to someone who maybe is going through something similar to what you were about a year ago number one is follow your gut if you know it's done it's done Um, and then the biggest thing is don't get upset So you need to create a moment of peace and calm for yourself that you make clear, positive decisions. Mm -hmm. And they have to come from a point of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And and what I mean by that is that even if the situation is ending, there's there's a reason why you entered it in the first place. And secondly, there's a lot that you've learned and that you've probably been able to teach. That would be my language. So gratitude. If you if you are not grateful in that moment, Mm -hmm. then you cannot close the door. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of internal work you need to do, but first of all, follow your intuition and then try and find a couple of people or support network. If you don't feel strong enough, who will have your back? Mm -hmm. I I don't think that we all have that. Some of us don't, and we just got to go it alone or Mm -hmm. we're just more, introvert anyhow we just make decisions and go uh you know you know um but at the same time you know know that there is one person or maybe there are two that should things happen you can go there um Mm -hmm. i think that is crucial because that's sort of our anchor Mm -hmm. you know whether it's a family member an old friend a new friend and we know internally what who they are Mm -hmm. no i definitely agree those are things that helped me and gratitude is something that I practice every day. And it's been Mm -hmm. such a game changer for me. Absolutely. I mean, I, my morning routine is, you know, gratitude, not just a gratitude meditation, but also gratitude journal and Mm -hmm. my daughter too. And then, you know, during the day, I mean, the little things, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be big, you know, the fact that it's raining right now and the flowers on the balcony are getting water. So I don't have to water them later. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) I'm very grateful for that. Little things matter too, because it gratitude, I think teaches us to go back to the core and really look at the little things that matter. Mm-hmm. It's not always the big things. Right. Is there anything else that you would like to share? 
I just think, yeah, believe in yourself. There's, there's a reason why we're here. And we all get on a track where halfway down the road, we're like, what in heaven's name? So don't be too hard on yourself. We all do it. We live in a society where there are rules. And then we get time to reconnect with ourselves. So trust yourself, believe in yourself, stay true to yourself. And things, as silly as it sounds, will work out. Because I've seen it a couple of times Mm -hmm. (laughs) in spite of the odds. And I see it with other people too. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for all that you have shared with us. What's the best way for people to connect with you? Well, thank you for that question. Um, Social media is probably the easiest because sometimes email gets lost. Um, I do have a website, but it's a Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, very easy to find. Just use my name and you usually see a picture of me pop up. So Natalie Force on all social media. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. I look forward to maybe collaborating with you more in the future. Sounds awesome.